0: Well, hello there. Welcome to another episode of Common Sense Fitness. I'm Dave. And I'm Erin, and this is the show where we talk about health,
1: fitness, and well-being. We take away the hype, and we talk about how to take a common sense approach. Here we go. There we go.
0: Yeah. How are you doing today? Yeah, good. Have you got... Um, I wanted to share this moment of joy with you. Oh, excellent. Amongst the chaos of the year that has already been mm. and just see if there's something recently you had or a, a, a vibe. I was feeling really just weighed down yesterday by the, by the way of the world and the universe and walking through a shopping center and everyone's wearing masks and everything's really, um, down and morose and the shoop, shoop song by <laughs> Cher came on and I was just, it was this like little ray of sunshine where I just felt so down and I just couldn't help but smile.
1: Mm. That's fun. Has
0: anything... <laughs> everyone's like, no, nothing's popped up for me in the last week.
1: But, uh, not as such. But, you know, I like hearing your fun stories about fun <laughs> things. Um, one of the things that I guess I'm really enjoying at the moment is the, um, the work that... It I'm doing it at the gym, so it, not to be super... I just have no other life, right? All I do is work out with my spare time. You're, very, you're
0: keeping very on topic. <laughs>
1: That's right. Keeps
0: very on brand.
1: Um, but yeah, the no, gym's going really well, and I actually um, I hit a personal best with my Turkish get-up the other day,
0: and it's a crazy twisty yep. pretzelly. Yeah, for those people listening, I'm, just, I'm staring at a wall going with my uh alert face. <laughs> it, a, a Turkish get-up is Describe.
1: Um so basically you start laying on your
0: back, uh-huh. you
1: pivot onto and you're holding a kettlebell uh-huh. with a straight arm up towards the ceiling. Okay. Yep. I'm doing it as you're you describing it. You pivot onto one elbow and you punch the you punch the bell up towards the ceiling mm. more, then you come up onto your hand, then you sw- you kind of lift your hips and you swing a leg under <laughs> and then you come into a lunge position and then you stand up. It is oh very difficult to picture that as a from a verbal description it's my um, homework just to to youtube Turkish it. get up Turkish yes get up okay yeah well, that's a thing yeah okay. um so i've been working working my way up to when i learned to do it i learned terribly and my coach was like mm, no to all of that so that's fine um Sounds very, very novel. It is very novel. That is a word that he likes to use a lot also.
0: And there's a lot to be said about novel movements uh, in the, absolutely. Uh, the definition of something your body's not used to, right? Mm-hmm. Like absolutely. It, not necessarily novel in the way that we know it in society, but something to keep your body guessing or to yeah, something introduce different. a different movement pattern. Absolutely. Um, it's always fun to introduce yeah. that. Yeah. Speaking of novel things, that brings us on to today's episode. Oh, Yes. I think there's a lot of novelty hype. I don't know what else surrounding this one. So today, we're talking about HIT training. Yeah, HIT training, spelled H double I T. My biggest, my biggest gripe with HIT is when people spell it H I T. Yes, high intensity interval training. For those listening, Erin, can you give us a brief description of or definition of what HIT training is?
1: Well, in the research, so HIT, hit training started um, from a science perspective and an exercise science perspective many, 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 many years ago. So, a couple of decades ago, easily. Um, but when we talk about high intensity interval training, and there we're examining uh, substrate use. So, basically, how, how does your body create the energy, or where does it get it from? Fat, mm-hmm. carbohydrates, mm-hmm. all of that jazz. What they had, the research protocols or the exercise protocols that they had these people doing was working at a supra-maximal level. So you need to pedal on this bicycle as hard as you can and then you have to go harder. Mm. It is above what you would consider your max. And it's interesting because we actually all have the ability to tap into something more than we think. It's just bloody hard.
0: So it kind of goes into that to like dig deeper into the science. So this is also to hook back to ADP... Production, adenosine yep. triphosphate. Yep. This is, here's me testing out my memory. <laughs> so, and this is normally when people ask me about it, how I describe it to them. Um, I say, okay, right now you're working aerobically, like in you will until the day mm-hmm. that you die. Yep. You use it, you're in a, um, think of your ADP production, it's this little system which keeps pumping out little energy molecules or bits of energy and uh, under normal aerobic conditions just you sitting around or even doing an aerobic workout riding a bike your body can keep up with that production and it's able to pump out sufficient energy to keep your body moving forward and and to keep everything going once you sort of get over that threshold you move into um, the anaerobic state which your body can no longer necessarily keep up to it and it starts resorting to uh, lactic acid and, and other well ways. What,
1: what we see is that um we have, amongst the three energy systems so the aerobic one that we use all yeah. the time we we call it aerobic because it's a oxygen using yeah. system um and when we go anaerobic there's a few different pathways that don't require oxygen so there's yeah. a um there's an element of lactate that can be used there's a few other um chemical like biochemical substrates yeah. molecules that we can break down but they don't last
0: no, that's it. So you kind of go through. Again, correct me as I go through. So you got aerobic, anaerobic, lactic? No, anaerobic lactic, where it should, where it does produce a byproduct mm. of lactic acid, and then you have a lactic, which is even above that, which is like even a more minuscule, like fight or flight, like three second yeah, burst, so and then you move down. You maybe have like five seconds before you burn through the next reserve, and then you get back into anaerobic. Is aerobic?
1: Off the top of my head, your your initial burst is about, it lasts about 10 seconds, so that's just the energy molecules used up that are stored in the cell before anything else has to be broken down to feed into that. Um, The glycolytic, so that's your PCR, the glycolytic pathway is kind of breaking down simple sugars. Um, That will last about 90 seconds, so give you about 90 seconds worth of energy, Um, and then from there you will drop gears into that aerobic again. In a clinically, very theoretically defined... The thing is, all of these systems are always kind of... There's an interplay between them all.
0: Yeah, it's going to depend on so many factors, right? Absolutely. Your, your current state, if you're already fatigued, if you're hydrated, if you feel correctly. Mm. How quickly you recover. How quickly you recover. Mm. All well, of these things. There's a lot of variables involved in that.
1: Yeah. yeah. So when they're looking at hit training, they're taking you into the... How, how much can we push you... Mm. And it, it's almost, the, the why they were originally looking at it is almost beside the point um, in, in terms of what we want to talk about today. Mm. But, yeah, they're just, they're looking to push you more than you could ever have pushed. Mm. And I think, oh, I think off the top of my head they did four minutes of exercise to- protocol And that was, it's kind of, you hear people talk about Tabatas. Yeah, that's kind of where it stemmed from, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: recovery deficit and... It's actually
1: had longer. um, So it's, I know that, no, that's a lie. 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off, eight rounds. That's a total of four minutes. Yeah. um, And just absolutely smashed. And what happens during that? What happens after that? How do you recover? So there's all these different things that you can look at. Um,
0: But again, in very... High performance people, clinically controlled environment for very specific outcomes. Yeah,
1: and I mean, and they did look at some general population. So, kind of take twenty people off the street and see what happens with so them what, too.
0: Can you? Do you know what the the outcome was? This purely not like, off the top of my head, to like, be honest. Uh, was it purely academic, or was it like, oh, we've got these bunch of athletes? Oh, and no, we're it trying was, to. It was academic, and
1: okay. yeah, that. It, I can't remember enough about exactly what they were looking at, but mm. that's, mm. they were looking at it more broadly, not to solve a specific problem. Yeah. Um, if I remember correctly. Um,
0: so fast forward to now, fast forward to now, and everything hit, is hit training, hit, 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 hit three hour hit, four hour hit, hour hit, hit. nothing is hit training. Um,
1: so this is my big gripe, right? Tell I, us I, your gripe, Erin. <laughs> so I was, um, I was talking to Dave earlier and i was saying that I'm, I was at a gym with one of my exercise physiology clients and she was talking to me about, um, well, I only, uh, she was showing me the program that she'd been given from one of the trainers there mm-hmm. and we were just going to kind of troubleshoot it and tweak it a little bit to make it a little bit more suitable for her specifically. And I was like, okay, so she's showing me the leg and I'm like, right, well, how many sets and reps are you doing? She's like, oh, well, we only do one set of 10 reps because it's HIT training. Mm-hmm. And um, I tried very hard for my head to not explode because she was not using anything close to her max, let alone a super maximal load. And that's not on her. Like she's she was just the messenger. <laughs> yeah. But and, but I've seen so much of this this hit training, which is not as hitty as you want it to be. Intervals, Done. yes, but yeah. if you're going from you can't. Y- Calling something hit training just because it's a circuit doesn't make it hit training no um, that just makes it a circuit going from one thing to, thing to another thing to another thing to another thing to another thing. Can it be high intensity absolutely is there an interval in it? Uh, maybe yeah. and here's the thing with exercise science too and in many sciences it's they're imperfect right we don't have a Specific one hundred percent globally agreed on definition of what's an interval, what's a rest period, what's this, what's that, um, what's high intensity, and I mean even high intensity in and of itself,
0: it's it's very relative. It's very relative. It's, it's very, very high, subjective. Very hard to measure. Yeah. Unless you have some sort of very accurate heart rate monitor to you, and you've already scoped out all of your parameters and, yeah. and you know exactly where you are and um, even
1: then you could ask the person doing it and they might give you a you know a subjective rpe so on that scale yeah. of one to ten how hard was that see, yep. and what their heart rate is saying might zero percent match i mean that i've had people who i can guarantee you were not working that hard and they're mm-hmm. like oh that's an eight or a nine i'm gonna <laughs> die i'm like oh you can still chat to kathy over there so
0: probably comes back to their um, frame of reference, right? It is, absolutely. Of like, if they've actually never worked sub-opt- um, sub-maximally, uh, mm. you got no frame of reference for what's sub-maximal. Yeah,
1: that's right. I mean, if all you do is sit on the couch...
0: Super-maximal. Supra. 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 Supra, maximal. I was thinking of supra. Supra. <laughs> this goes with... Oh, that's Suzanne. This goes with that, Suzanne. <laughs> uh-huh. Some niche Australia references <laughs> oh, there. Love it.
1: <laughs> um... Yeah, so if all you you ever do is sit on the couch, walking to the mailbox might be a challenge. Mm. Um, It it is all very relative, but just because something says it's hit, I think if you really want to train hit training, ask yourself, am I really training hit training? Mm. And inherently, if you want to, you cannot continue to work at that super maximal or even a kind of high submaximal level, which is more realistic for uh, most of us, I know I can get more out of my body than I do at the gym. Do I want to? Not really. <laughs> that thing is heavy enough. <laughs> um, and, it's, and it's fine. The training stimulus is fine. I'm still adapting. I don't need to kill myself. Um, if I was absolutely pushing for as heavy as I could lift every single time I was in the gym, I'd only be in the gym for three minutes. Yeah. I'd warm up, I'd do one, maybe two lifts, and then I'm done because you can't keep going. So you, you.
0: It harkens back to our discussion um, last episode around um, trying to find something that's right for you. Yeah. And, and what works for you. So yeah. I teach barbell classes, and they are kind of the opposite end of the scale to, uh, you know, yes. one RM powerlifting, right? Yeah. And I very often will put people. Um, during in, in my job, we have to do a lot of training with people. So very often we have a lot of like sales <laughs> staff or, or just administrative people who might be kind of quote unquote gym bros, you know, <laughs> love to just go and lift heavy stuff. And I'll go stand in a class for 55 minutes and we will lift a barbell continuously or, or, you know, for a long period of time for five minutes at a time doing bicep curls or something like that. And they look at me like, wow, that's really impressive. You can do that. Because it's freaking hard. It, it is, but and then I go, yeah, but also you want me to come and do a hundred and fifty kilo deadlift on the floor? I'm, it's not going to happen, right? I'm conditioned to do that thing. Yeah. That's why I'm really efficient at it is because I'm conditioned to it, and because that suits my goals. Yeah, of I'm I'm looking for muscular endurance, not pure strength. So um,
1: yeah, and I think I think knowing your goals it is very helpful. Mm. If you want to get strong, hit training is not not the thing for you. Uh, you will get stronger, mm. but you won't be pure strength. You won't be a pure strength athlete as I mean, that's kind of what we would I suppose say in in the professional in the industry. Mm. So taking a
0: step back, who in your professional opinion, who should be doing hit? I
1: think anyone who's healthy enough.
0: Where does it slot into the yeah, where does it slot in where does it slide into the It's really the world. good
1: if you are interested in being more aerobically fit. It mm-hmm. will, especially if it if it's done more high intensity style, which it inherently is needs more rest than most of your quote unquote hit classes give you. Um, in order to keep that high high intensity, mm. uh, basically. Anyone who is looking to improve aerobic fitness, Mm -hmm. by virtue of improving anaerobic fitness, so you're working in that anaerobic threshold when you're working at that sort of high intensity for that kind of 10, 20, 30-second period, you're going to give yourself that big heart rate boost, and it's going to sit up there, and then it's going to come back down, but it won't come back down to your resting level. So Mm -hmm. you might, if your resting heart rate is 75 Mm. and you do your, your first interval, and you take it up to 150. Well, it might drop back down to 110 during that rest period, but then it's got to go back up again. So you're going to get increasingly higher. So you get this, um, this build, building, building, building effect. So nice cardiovascular, anaerobic, aerobic stimulus there that's going to help with weight, uh, fitness. And that is also, it's a great weight loss tool, assuming that your body is strong enough to handle it. And again, here's one of my other things with it is that HIIT classes are box jumps and burpees and skipping and a lot of stuff that's actually fairly high impact. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, nothing inherently wrong with that. It is... uh, Can your body handle it? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Does it create a a nurturing environment? So back to... The person in the leg press doing hit. Yes, can can leg press be hit? Sure, sure. Heavy. Yeah, yeah. So it is intrinsically tied to ca- to a cardiovascular system, though. Yeah.
1: Oh, uh, no? you can do it strength wise, absolutely. Um, in fact,
0: I guess I'm thinking of like your Crossfits where you you know a snatch. Okay, you do that enough time, or a clean and press, or. There's a you know things like that that are going to have a large range of motion which hmm. are going to really amp up your heart rate. I guess a leg press. Yeah, you're right. Doing it the right thing, but like a bicep curl would I'm be more difficult. It'd be more difficult. <laughs> there you go. Maybe we should put that on the trial. <laughs> Can we do hit training with bicep curls? Can we do it with uh, you know crunches and stuff like that? Abdominal work. Yeah. You know, you're so probably gonna hit certain point there's certain parameters or types of exercises that it's going to work absolutely
1: absolutely and Mm. and that's you know your ultimate energy your overall energy output it comes down to how much of your body are you using to create that movement because if you were using all of the muscles you are working a lot harder for that split second than if you were using just your biceps
0: yeah so i um i teach mm, two Maybe three programs you can, you know, vaguely, not broadly classify as hit style workouts. And probably the one that I would say is the most accurate is probably Metafit and like the closest to the, the truth of it. Talk um, me through um, what's so the average. Metafit is, um, I don't think we ever work for more than 30 seconds. It's still not pure, pure, pure. Um, the overall workouts are never longer than 20 minutes okay there's a recovery deficit usually built in there so you're usually yep. always working longer than you are um resting. resting yep and the movement types are usually always full body so there's very little upper body there's occasionally a couple of push-ups very little core Push-up stuff can
1: still be pretty
0: can be yeah but I, I, you know what i mean there's not a lot of isolation yeah it's yep. more like particularly very leg heavy because it's like, okay, well, they're big muscles. They, they're going to consume a lot of blood and oxygen. Um, they actually have a program called Metapro, which I've been too scared to do because <laughs> it's a 12-minute workout. Ooh. Yeah, and it's just – i I've been told it's just death on yeah. wheels. And Metafit can be challenging enough. Like it, it, I would not classify Metafit as a pure, pure – Uh, Hit style workout, but I think in the spectrum of group fitness classes, it's probably closer. Sounds pretty. Um, Other programs uh, like Grit from Les Mills, um, I would say, fits more into um, strength and conditioning. There are certainly elements of it in there, but in a half an hour class, where you're doing a lot of stuff yeah it's it's also a very busy program so i think people are mentally distracted i think you need a certain amount of limited movement and and really linear work so that people can just actually be in it yeah not to say it's not remotely hard or has benefit but probably i think in in general population group fitness i can't off the top of my head think of anything that's really gonna and and frankly walk on in
1: in most you know, even if you look at most gym programs, they're not the, you know, on, on the gym floor, weightlifting programs, they're not hit training either. Um, so I think what we're really looking at to me, it I feel like hit has been quite bastardized into, uh, what would you say?
0: Would a name change help?
1: Uh, look, it would make me feel better. Issue? Because
0: <laughs> at the top of the show, you did say around, um, uh, circuit training and, um, what was the other one you said?
1: Oh, I don't even remember. I can't remember. You yeah,
0: had yeah. another really good word to describe the style of training. And I, I was like, oh, that, that kind of makes more sense. Um, that maybe fits it a bit better, which I think it's just become such a uh, like a, a buzzword, right? It,
1: it totally has, such yeah. And such the, a, so the, that is my big gripe, right? just your big gripe, is everyone yeah. goes,
0: oh, hit, hit.
1: And you're like, oh, it's not. And the reason why hit isn't giving you results is because you're not hitting hit. There is no high. There is no high intensity. Yeah, th-
0: exactly. And there is such a broad scope. I I recoil when I see um, group fitness classes scheduled at forty five minutes, mm. or I've seen an hour of HIT. I'm like, oh, buddy, it's just not a no. Just call it something else. Yeah, because it is. There's no way you can. Like, you know, I'm in, I'm not in my peak right now, but definitely when I was, I could work extremely hard, close to definitely my maximums. Um, man, I don't want to do anything more than 15 minutes.
1: No. I ain't got time for and, that. And, well, and you don't need to. And my body
0: doesn't want it. And then I'm, you know, the recovery phase of it is so long. Well, that's right. And, and I think
1: we, that goes back to what we talked about on the last show is, that, you know, what fits you and what's mm, realistic. Yeah. And, um, you know, we see a lot of people not coming back to gyms because they absolutely smash themselves doing the hit training that mm. they think I'm doing my little air quotes that no one can see, <laughs> um, doing the hit training that they think they should be doing, and it's it just destroys them because a they're not ready for it physically, their body's not ready for it, and b it's it is a, it's a half hour forty minute class of relatively high intensity, not enough rest to maintain a high intensity realistically a lot of them are just moving from one thing to the next thing to the mm. next thing to the next thing I really want to be clear there is nothing wrong no. with that it's it's just not hit a name change would make me very happy it will never happen that is okay
0: the more we kind of dive into this I'm like I totally agree with everything you say but I think it is just that for those who yeah we we know what hit is it, it's 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 a gripe, isn't it? You're like, it this is. isn't the thing. This is this just isn't me complaining. Yeah. It's not the thing. Yeah. But yeah, not to discard that. Anecdotally, um, I feel like um, a- around that recovery stuff as well, mm. it can take a big toll definitely on the digestive system as well. So um, when you said about weight loss, I was like, can you dive into that a bit more?
1: Um, yeah. So there's a... We in the exercise science we call it ex- excess post exercise oxygen consumption. Epoch. We epoch, yes, we call it epoch because that is a mouthful. Um so basically what they say is that so like like I said, with all of the three energy systems that you draw on, they're actually all kind of running concurrently depending mm-hmm. on so they're either being used or they're being replenished. Yeah. Um, but your aerobic system is always kind of ticking along in the ba- background there, even if you are working really anaerobically. It's just not putting out enough that it can be your main source of energy. So oxygen is always being used. The more you work and the harder you work in any given setting or situation or, I guess, session is the word I'm looking for, Um the more oxygen you're going to be trying to use and trying to use and trying to use and trying to use and trying to use use from a body sense. And it creates what we call an oxygen deficit. So your recovery in large part is once you've stopped the exercise, your body's then got to go back and restore all of those things that it's used up. And that is a really metabolically active process. And we talk about metabolism, In short, it's the breakdown and the buildup of things and that takes energy and energy is calories and taking energy takes calories means weight loss. So if you are in a bigger oxygen deficit because you've worked really hard, you've had limited rest, but enough to keep you working hard. So you still should be doing more work than you're resting, Mm -hmm. absolutely, but you need more than kind of, while I'm walking five minutes to the yeah. five meters to the next station sort of rest. Yep. Um,
0: and that's sort of, that's a lot of the marketing material sometimes around this is like, Oh, you can come and do a half an hour hit session and you'll get a similar burn. Yeah. Or you know, when your body's going into that, recovery trying to get you back to homeostasis yeah you'll get a similar burn to maybe what you do in like a 45 minute class so very often it's pitched as a time efficient yeah where does that line fall though with people who aren't conditioned Mm. like okay where and (laughs) where yeah you know and and also that line of we know that very often the fat burning zone is actually quite low in the heart rate territory totally so Uh, are you risking falling in the the middle territory are you should you start with one then progress to the other should you combine them Uh, you know throw everything uh, at the wall and see what sticks i think a little bit
1: of that to be honest i don't think it matters that much again assuming that you're not hurting yourself and that you like it so if you're into the hit class because you just like it regardless of what it's called cool and if you think, I hate that thing because I want to die when I do it, <laughs> uh, you don't have to do it. Um.
0: Uh, I think people, people need to not feel pressured into it. Like, totally. oh, I'm, not, I'm not working hard because I'm not doing the hit thing. Um, and I've been on many journeys with, I just did F45 for a long time and I enjoyed it mainly because of the style of training. At the time, it, it did integrate more weight-based training mm. that I would shy away from. <laughs> so it was a way for me to just be thrown into that. And yeah. I it definitely enjoyed that a lot more.
1: Yeah. And there's a, you know, there's absolutely a place mm. for that. Um, but I
0: never would have said it's actually a hit workout because I knew that you know well, I can't maintain that effort for that long. Yeah, Plus, that's just right. there's, it, there's too many other variables in, in how they actually programmed the stations. You got 26 stations to work through, man. Half the workouts is getting through the stations. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Um, so, but t- to answer your question about what is that, what does the epoch and the recovery yep. look like with somebody who is not conditioned? Yeah. Um,
0: are they just going to end up falling into the aerobic category? Well,
1: or? yes, in that they won't be able to. Their high intensity will still be high intensity for them because it's all so relative, it's relative. Yeah. Right. Right. I hadn't um, about that. But they won't necessarily be able to do as many, say, sets of high intensity. Yeah. Um, or reps of high intensity, if if you will. Um,
0: so maybe mix it more. With some stuff uh, I would. I think it's time, you know longer period between sessions.
1: Longer breaks within the session choose something that you might do say if you wanted to start incorporating what would be more hit style training or interval style training and you are just getting started i would be looking at okay well if we use the walk run example Mm. i'm going to go for a walk this is a nice flat place that i can walk slash run i'm going to walk 750 meters and then for the last 250 i'm going to run 50 walk 50 Mm -hmm. run 50 walk 50 and you can run and you can absolutely belt it for 50 meters because you a you have that break and you know you have that break and b your body's going to be able to handle that little bit so you might do that for a week or two and then for that same one kilometer you might say right well i'm now going to walk 500 and do that run walk for 500 so you bump that up until you are alternating or you're doing your intervals through the whole one kilometer. And then you might say, right, well, I might jump to one, you know, one k point two, point five. So you add just bit by bit by bit. You can play with your intervals. You could go more run than walk, more walk than run. Um,
0: yeah, it all fits into it. And absolutely, in, in running, we have that concept. Yeah. And I guess that is all... Focused on the outcome though of improving aerobic capacity. So that's very discipline specific you know, in running. You want your heart rate to, yeah. you want your recovery period to be as little as possible. You want to have the maximum efficiency out of your cardiovascular system so that as you continue to run longer and longer distances, your fatiguing takes longer. That's right. To, yeah. to reach a threshold where you can no longer continue. So you yeah. know, we talk about like phallic sessions and um, other interval work, which is done.
1: My personal hell. I'm just laughing I at this. Really, uh, oh. I, I have one speed.
0: Yeah. You're like, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. I used to do like sessions quite a bit. Um, I don't know. I learned to like them, but I didn't do them very often. Yeah. That was my thing. I would do them. Yeah. Once a fortnight probably. Um, didn't love them. And I usually drag someone else to do it with me. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Not my vibe.
1: No. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so just kind of easing into it, I think, mm-hmm. is wise. Um, if you're feeling like, oh, but I really want that excess burn after the workout. Well, look, the kind of nice thing is that you're going to get that anyway. Yeah. Because, again, it's all relative. You're still doing a ton of high-intensity work compared to what you, you were used to your body is not conditioned to fueling that work. And so it's gonna be trying like crazy to keep up with those oxygen demands. So even though what somebody just getting started with it might be doing compared to what somebody who's been doing it for six months or a couple of years, they, their workouts might look very different. Their um, post-exercise consumption would likely be fairly similar. So,
0: And is that taper off as well? As you get more conditioned, uh, what, how, how does that then throw into your body if you've been doing hip for a long period of time? That's a great question. Or is it all just, again, relative? So the fitter you get, the harder you push.
1: To a degree, it's all relative. Yeah. The fitter you get, the harder you push. When you are at the pointy end, so when we look at elite athletes, you know, we, you're looking at a hundred meter sprint mm. in the Olympics, that final, that the final race, you know, mm. we're looking at tenths or hundreds of seconds sometimes that decide medals. Um,
0: so you get into the diminishing rate of returns right. and it just starts tapering off.
1: Yeah. Most of us don't get there. Yeah. <laughs> I know that's shocking.
0: <laughs>
1: and you probably don't need to get there, right? Exactly. That's
0: probably the thing is like, yeah, you don't need to get there. No,
1: life for most of us, life other life demands are variable enough. Like some weeks, well, I got a lot of it's quiet week at work this week. I got a lot of time. I can add an extra workout or two. Cool. You can push a little bit. Some weeks is crazy, and you're like, ha ha, go to the gym. That's a funny story. <laughs> um, so we've got almost an inherent variability built into life just by virtue of life and. Yeah that will keep us most of us from ever getting to the pointy end of the stick and that's okay it also means that we don't actually have to work so so hard your hard work is going to be your hard work no matter what if that makes sense
0: So there's a lot of talking about hit today yeah We've, yeah
1: i hope that was helpful for We've people solve the
0: world problem so <laughs> quick recap <laughs> hit needs a name change uh we'll be accepting submissions um as long as it's not jazzercise anyone can do hit anyone can do hit if it's if it vibes with you you vibe with it get into a little bit of hit um in, in use that recovery period at the end
1: yeah yeah usually recovery period during too yeah you, you know hit is high intensity you can't maintain high intensity no, if you don't give yourself yeah. a little bit of break yeah no and I, that is okay that's
0: not to again dive back into stuff but um yeah when i very much of my if i'm coaching a hit session and people uh i'm like all right and everybody rest and people will just still keep going and I'm like, man, you weren't working hard enough then.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or at the end, they,
0: you know, you see them there and they're still doing a little bit of extra stuff after the class. I'm like, dude, weren't working hard enough. You know, they're, they're staying, do a few extra exercises yeah. or something. I'm like, nah. You should be smashed. should be smashed. Yep cool well thank you so much again for joining us today Uh, my name's Dave I'm Erin and if you want to stay healthy the common sense way like follow and subscribe to the show wherever you find your podcasts until next time stay safe
1: sayonara
0: bye bye